Hello to you, Bish. Good afternoon. It's got to be Mark Philippoussis. Oh, how I'm did I Mark not get the, the poo, the flip? Let me add it, poo. and I know how to spell it too. Mark Philippoussis. Yep. P-P-O-U-S-S. Oki. Oh, my good. Thank you. You know, you think you got them all, and there's some really obvious ones. You miss Mark Jacko Jackson. There's another one. There's a thousand of one coming through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sparkles, Mark McGaw from back in the day. You'd remember him well, Michelle. Absolutely. Yeah, Mark Wall, Mark Gun. Smashing Nicholas. Uh, good time. How did you go? Oh, this was inspired by Mark Zara. How did you go on Cup Day yesterday, by the way? Terrible. <laughs> you know what? It's the first time I haven't been anywhere near a racetrack. I have to be honest. I've um, been stuck at home with a, with a really nasty flu for the last couple of days. So yeah. I'm just up and about now, obviously still working, but, uh, you know, you certainly can't go into the office or anything anywhere because people sort of think, oh, no, straight away COVID, but it's not that bad. Oh, a cup of concrete I've been told by... Yes, yes, and it actually has been going around. I think the last time I saw you in the studio, Michelle, you were getting dressed up for the races. Um, maybe PVL was looking oh. after you that day. Something hey, new and different. You know, I think back to Melbourne Cup. I don't normally remember Melbourne, remember Melbourne Cup Entertainment. It might have been 2008, I'm guessing, where the great Yacht Rock superstar Christopher Cross was down under, and he had the jacket mm-hmm. on with the leather patches on the elbows, and he, and he gave us a stirring rendition of Ride Like the Winds, those were the better days, yep. however, of mm-hmm. Melbourne Cup Entertainment. What happened yesterday? Well, apparently we went back to uh, not quite those days, but a little far back, and it, it certainly wasn't a hit. Look, I'm, I'm a fan of Delta Goodrum. I think she's awesome. Uh, so she was, and, and fans put it as stuck behind the piano, a white piano, but that's what she does. Mm. Uh, with her rendition, of, of course, uh, Born to Try, Noiseworks frontman John Stevens and also Natalie and Brooklyn. They were the a star-sided lineup yesterday at Flemington, but the feedback was awful and it's like I had to dig deep to get a couple of positives uh, you know sort of <laughs> oh, notes no. across social media mm. wanted to read this one out to you in particular this was one quick uh, you know bit off social media this is horrible um, the first uh, well, first we put up with Delta putting everyone to sleep now some guy in his 40 80 60s rather thinking he's some kind of sex symbol rock god singing songs that some are very vague and weren't very popular 40 years ago <laughs> About John Stevens and noise works. Do they do the old? What do they do? Reach out and touch somebody, or hot chilly woman, or you know, I'm trying to think. Love of... that they they've put that they thought he was a rock god. He was. <laughs> he was back then. <laughs> that is hard. And look, it's it's not the first time. Dare I say, it won't be the last time we see some kind of pastiche or Aussie supergroup sort of slapped together for these kind of sporting events. But look, yeah. you can't win, can you? You, you absolutely can't, you can't. win. Can't well, keep everyone happy all the time. Correct. They were born to try. I picked the top two, by the way. Just thought I'd let you know that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Uh, Steve Corica, you know, I, I hope that his parting company with Sydney FC doesn't tarnish his legacy as a as a coach and one of the great players as well. But it was always going to be tough, wasn't it, with that slow start of the season for him to, to maintain his job because the pressure was mounting even as of last year. Well... Well, look, this is where, I mean, we've got some fans being critical just about the timing of this as well, saying surely to goodness this uh, should have all been sorted pre-season. Um, you know, waiting three matches in um, is, is just ridiculous because mm. now where are they at? Do they 
give whoever comes in, if it is Talate, they do get, get him to come in. Uh, how long do they give him to get things right and steer the ship? Or how long do they even give him in terms of a contract? Is this a, a two-year deal? Is it a three-year deal? Where are we going with this? But in fairness to the, the Sky Blues board, they were probably in a tough situation because, uh, you know, Steve was able to turn that back end around um, with Sydney FC. And then, of course, um, you know, just only last month, uh, won that other the other tournament that, that, that they had. So it was, um, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those tough ones. But as you say, you really hope, uh, David Drillich is obviously going to be the interim coach at the moment, but you hope that the fact that he was such an icon with the club, 139 matches um, and managed 182 games. Mm. And remember the big thing here, I guess, uh, no one's really pointed out yet that he did replace the now Socceroos coach, Graham Arnold. Correct. So that was back in 2018. So there's still hope for him. I wouldn't imagine that his coaching career is dead and buried. Um, that, that's just my take on that anyway. Yeah, I would hope not. And he's a good guy too. He's a really good guy, Stevie Curry. Great guy. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Now, I mentioned this at the top of the program, this um, you know, potential addition of an Australian Open lead-up event in Saudi Arabia might sort of just disrupt the start of the traditional Aussie tennis summer. And as you said, you know, in terms of Saudi Arabia getting their tentacles into to world sport, uh, this is only going to go on and on and on. Absolutely. Money talks, and we've seen it right across a number of codes now. The Saudis trying to infiltrate with, um, obviously, soccer, cricket, golf. I mean, live golf, that's certainly not mm. going anywhere at all. But I just don't think we should panic uh, too early in terms of how it will affect anything, our summer of tennis here anyway, especially when you've got, um, you know, the tournament director of the Kuyong Classic, which is, is the potential uh, tournament to be, I guess, interrupted. Um, with this Masters event uh, in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Um, look, we're very fortunate enough to be to be one of four countries that I guess have a Grand Slam, so we're going to be grateful for that. But I did actually hear your thoughts, and you did steer me into um, another direction with this because we're not all, you know, it's more, there is you know morals involved in this. We've heard from legend Martina Navratilova, John McEnroe. They're opposed to the whole thing, and that is all on the back of uh, the human rights issues in Saudi Arabia. But can someone put their thinking cap on and maybe, maybe there's, uh, you know, we can sort of start to at least... I wouldn't say fix that situation, but at least steer it in the right direction. And, you know, maybe some contracts produced with conditions in it when it comes to their human rights issues. But I just don't know how fair income they'll be about that um, because, you know, they just have so much an abundance of money. But uh, it is a hard one. It's a, it's a difficult one. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're all torn on it mm. when it comes to, to sport, unfortunately. Um, you know, I love the whole live golf. Uh, the fact that there's been competition to the traditional way golf has been played around the world, but I certainly am not happy with the human rights issues in the country. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Torn on it. Did did uh, Natalie Imbruglia roll out torn at the Cup yesterday? She sang the national anthem. Oh, is that all? Okay, right. Well, that's not <laughs> that's not her song either, so there you go. <laughs> no, there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, Patty Mills is uh, an Australian legend. He's uh, an absolute gem, as we know. Um, he's warming the bench at, a bench at the moment for the Hawks. Uh, do we have a Paddy Mills Paris problem at the moment, do you think? This is a really tough one, and I just think we're getting a little bit too carried away. Um, it's too early. Uh, that's my opinion on this. But, yeah, he has. He sat on the bench for the Atlanta Hawks for the seventh straight regular season game. Uh, of course, he's understudy Josh Giddy has absolutely carved up the stats. I mean, the last match, eight points, uh, seven rebounds, four assists. 
That was against OKC Thunder, uh, 126 to 117 winners. That's the deal at the moment, but Paddy needs just to get more more game time. And if that means leaving Atlanta, I'm not sure that, whether that's on the cards. Um, you know, where where's the national team left with him? Um, it's another hard one, but I just think that he's got just got uh, a little bit more time on his hands. Um, I don't know. How do you see this one playing out? Because it's mighty handy to have in the national team. Oh, no doubt. Oh, Pat, as we said, he's a national treasure, but his presence, Patty Mills, around the locker room, you know, even if he plays a, a reduced mm-hmm. role, you can't, you know, nobody beats Father Time. You know, while he's warming the bench, he's watching Josh Eddy carve things up. I mean, he, he won't ever think that he'll do whatever is required for the team. I'd be stunned if Patty Mills is not there. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, the fact he didn't, um, he, he didn't, he, well, the problems weren't isolated to Paddy Mills when it came to uh, the World Cup and them not getting, you know, past the group stage for the first time yeah. ever. Um, you know, prep, maybe with a bit of more preparation, he possibly could have been better in that tournament too. But yeah, I, I'd, yeah I'd hate to see him not be around, as you say, for all those reasons, not, and, and as well as, you know, his ability on the court. I think I, you know, I just, I, as I say, I just think it's a bit too early to be having this conversation just yet. Yeah, I think he's got one more big tournament in him. And just very quickly on the rugby league front, Bish, before we let you go, I see the dogs today have announced the signings of Drew Hutchinson, Kurt Mann, Jake Turpin and Pawasa Farmasuli. So Gus, busy as always in the off-season. He absolutely is. Just before I go quickly, I wanted to mention there's a bit of developing news with the Sydney Swan situation mm. with that uh, mural, the Buddy Franklin AFL legend mural to be painted, well, not to be painted, on a private building in Favot Street at Surrey Hills. Uh, rightly so, City Council is now urging council staff to have a complete review of the situation, which I just think makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, we've seen Clover Moore, she's anti it as well, but... You know, I'll just leave you with this one. It was a pretty bike lane or a nice tree, painted selection of plants or even a rainbow crossing. Maybe it would have got the DA approved. Or even half a golf course, (laughs) Michelle. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Great to chat. Thank you so much. Jog soon. There she is, Michelle Bishop.